You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming brought to you by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. It's Zandra Pollard. It's where I am. Thank you for tuning in today. I am so glad that you thought about turning on your radio, your podcast, or whatever the case may be. I am here for your mental health needs. I provide resources to the community, and I just want to thank all of Las Vegas for Uh, doing such a wonderful job at keeping up with this programming and being supporters of 91.5 FM Jazz and more. So today we're talking about body imaging and I was to have a body consulting company here today, but unfortunately they got booked out because they're busy trying to, uh, you know, convert contour you know, bodies to make people feel better. But I wanted to get into the psychological part of choosing to do body imaging. You know, what is the reason why you want to do it? And when I spoke to the owner of this body imaging company, she was telling me that oftentimes she has to do a bit of like a little bit of counseling sometimes. Like sometimes women, most of her clients are women. Um, They're judged because they've chosen to, you know, do some augmentation or, you know, do some lifting or Botox, that they get a lot of criticism from other uh, people. And a lot of times it's not just because uh, because the thought is usually, you know, they're being vain. Right. But that's not always the case. Sometimes there's trauma attached to you know, what they're trying to improve. You know, maybe they were, uh, for example, put down by family members a lot about specific areas of their body, right? And they're they're trying to deal with it in a way that um, works best for them. And sometimes that's that's body imaging, okay? So we're talking about the pros and cons of it. Uh, I have... My wonderful audio engineer here, Wesley Knight. Hello. Thank you for being here. Always. So are you going to keep up with me talking about this body imaging stuff? I'm interested, yeah. Man, I went to the movies. All right. I went to go and see Oppenheimer. Okay, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. I thought I would fall asleep because no, it's three hours long. It's Christopher Nolan, though. That pacing is on point. Man. Always. It was awesome. Awesome. But when I was in the movie, mm-hmm. in the movie theater, mm-hmm. there were a lot of people dressed up like Barbie. Yes. Yes. And I was like, wow, well, the theater, that the show I'm going to see, it shouldn't be too crowded because everyone was there to see Barbie. 
Right. What do you think about this new Barbie movie? I haven't seen it. I'm I want to. Uh, the most I've known about the reaction to it is if you kind of got the vibe from the marketing and you know Greta Gerwig, the director, and her style going into it, it's going to be awesome. Uh, if you have like a fragile masculinity, you're going to have a Uh-oh. hard, you're going to have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, I heard they're doing a lot with uh, Ken, like in terms of. Uh, kind of shaming him in some way or putting him down. What I understand it to be is in Barbie world in the film, it uses Ken's position and man's position to comment on patriarchy, on patriarchy Mm -hmm. that women suffer under in, in our society. Right. So I, I see it as, as people who maybe don't have like the, the, the critical lens and so they see it and they're just, they, they, they completely miss the point right in front of their face. They miss mm-hmm. the satire. They miss the commentary. But uh, if it's what I think it is, I mean, I, I just love Ryan Gosling anyway. So okay. I'm, I'm all about it. So I can't wait to see it. Well, you know, I got a little criticism because, you know, okay. I was told, uh, you know, everyone's talking about the new Barbie movie and yeah. you should be talking about it too on your oh, show. Oh, you should be. But, you mm. know, I already had planned to talk about body imaging. And so I was like, okay, I'll throw some Barbie There's in there. something about that in there, yeah. However, I did not go out of my way to talk about The Little Mermaid. So I did not oh, think okay. to talk about Barbie. No, Because no. everybody's talking about Barbie. Everybody was yeah. talking about The Little Mermaid and it right. wasn't so nice. No, no, because people have problems with the fictional character having a different skin tone for some reason. Right. Yeah. And I was trying to explain that when I was a little kid, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up with Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a Barbie every year from my grandmother, bless her soul. Uh, <laughs> rest in heaven. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all those Barbies, Grandma. However, when I had my daughter, right. I never, ever bought her a Barbie. No. Like, it was like, I am so done with I'm Barbie. I'm not going to do that to my child. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I never, I didn't really play with, you know, the Barbie dolls. It wasn't, it wasn't your thing. It wasn't my thing. Uh-huh. So... I didn't have the excitement, mm. you know, surrounding the movie. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. No, I, I think the excitement comes from it clearly being made from like a very like a feminist icon perspective. Sure. And I think that that's awesome. So I'm all I'm all for that. All right. Yeah. Well, there we are. We we talked about Barbie. There we go. I've done my part. Yeah. Moving on. I would roast Ben Shapiro, but it's not the place. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> ben Shapiro just being a. Uh, basically projecting all of his insecurities through his roast of the Barbie movie because it's it's a whole lot. It's a bunch of political commentary that isn't it's not the place for it. Okay. It's just he's a silly little man with silly little opinions and he really needs therapy. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you know, I didn't watch the movie, so there's not much that I can say. Mm. I can't comment on, you know, what the perspective was. I can only give you my perspective. Mm-hmm. Of growing up with Barbie dolls that I did not particularly care for. Wasn't your thing. Yeah. Wasn't my thing. Right, right. Yeah. Same here. So, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we still want to stay on the topic of um, body imaging. Body imaging, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. And for those who choose uh, to do certain things with their bodies. Mm-hmm. So, for me, you know, uh, I can talk about getting older. Mm-hmm. Right. And thinking about different changes 
you know, things I want to adjust, right? Mm, sure. So for me, uh, I had a girlfriend who told me, she says, oh, you know, we're getting older. I'm just embracing, you know, the gray hair. Yeah. I, I'm not embracing it. Yeah. I'm not embracing it. I'm not there yet. Right. You know, so, you know, I still put a little color in my hair. You mm-hmm. know, it makes me feel attractive. Those are things that, you know, something I like to do. Yeah, of course. You know, and then we have those who want to do fillers, mm-hmm. you know, do that Botox and everything. And, you know, you kind of pick and choose where you want, uh, what beauty treatments you want to do. Right. But then when we're looking at younger children. Okay. Um, so let's talk about uh, like Black China. Okay. Right. She has gone through this transformation where she has decided to, uh, you know, get rid of the breasts and the butt implants and, you know, get rid of the fillers and everything in her face. Okay. Um, and so I saw that story um, a few days ago and I thought, oh, wow, interesting. I've never followed Black China. No, I haven't either. But it's on point of the topic of discussion, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I just was like, wow, taken aback, not knowing much about her that, you know, she said, she started uh, doing things to herself when she was like 19 years old. Okay. Which I think is kind of young because you're still, you know, you're still developing. Your brain is not fully developed, first of all. Yeah, yeah. To make those type of decisions. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people are doing it. And some parents are, you know, subscribing to letting their children get things done at an early age well i mean once you're past the age of 18 you don't need parental consent for things true so true but like a person like britney spears right didn't she get breast implants at like 16 or something like that i don't know but but we know it's been done i know i know it's been done and i also Mm -hmm. know specifically the britney spears that conservatorship that she was stuck under since she was a teenager was extremely uh, restrictive and overbearing. And mm-hmm. It's like it's like contractual helicopter parenting. So right. that's, that's, that's like its own unique like mess. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. And then you know we see a lot of uh, younger people getting tattoos. Yeah, you know I love that's that. the thing. Okay, so I love okay, that. so we can talk well, my, about tattoos. My dad was a tattoo artist. So, okay, yeah. So I'm I'm desensitized to it, man. I was I was five years old. He had, when I was five, he had a. He had his own tattoo shop where we lived, well, near where we lived in Washington State. When I was like, I was very little, and I'd go in there uh, all the time and just kind of watch people get inked, watch people get piercings. Mm-hmm. I would see up close and personal what it was like and see what the culture was like. And so for me, uh, tattoos are n- no big thing. I think if you want to get them, like clearly, be smart about it because like think about it, it's going to be on your body forever. So like just think it through a little bit but i don't i don't subscribe to any of the shame of being oh you're too young or oh so what is the youngest person you've seen with uh tattoo art um i had a buddy in high school he was 14 or 15 he got um his one of his favorite bands uh is slayer the metal band slayer and he happened to meet their one of their guitar play uh guitarists uh during a concert or a tour or a meet and greet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, hey, uh, I don't have anything for you to sign. Uh, sign my shoulder. So he just took the marker, put his signature squiggles on his shoulder, and then he went to 
a, uh, a, t- a tattoo shop or knew someone with a tattoo gun okay. and then just went over it to solidify it. So he has like a permanent tattoo of that signature on oh, his shoulder. Okay. Well, yeah. that sounds cool, but you can't sell it. You no, know, yeah. no, no. I, I don't, I don't know quite how he got that all hooked up, but I mean, that's the youngest. I think we were 15, 16 years old. Okay. Yeah. No. So when it comes to men, you know, to males, then okay. we can kind of, uh, you know, parallel, let's say tattoos sure. for this conversation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the expectancy for women, mm-hmm. you know, to wear high heels. Okay. They're not comfortable. No. They're, they're cute as all get I've out. never understood why people wear them besides the look. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, when my understanding of the high heel was because it was attractive to men mm. to see the woman in the high heel. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I've got a closet full of heel, high heels, and I wear them because I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, you know, as I've gotten older, it's like, uh, these things are uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I just kind of look at them now. I don't wear them so much. I don't blame <laughs> you. I don't blame <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I've always seen them as, cl- like, I'm I'm of the mindset that wear whatever you want as long as it's what you genuinely want to wear. Right. I mean, I know the whole thing about the male gaze and 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 and, and trying to appeal to to men because of uh, unequal power structures and and so on and so forth. And I'm just not with it personally in terms of perpetuating that stuff. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just like I look and see what a woman's wearing, and I'm like. Man, I hope they know how good they look, and I hope they're dressing for themselves. <laughs> I don't want I don't want people to dress for anyone else but themselves. That's uh, right. You know, that's the that's that's like actually happiness, and like that's actually being honest about yourself is putting out there how you see yourself and how you want to be seen. I think that's more empowering than anything else. Exactly, and not comparing yourself to yeah. others. Comparison is oh the thief God. of joy. Oh yes, yes, there it is. Here it is. I, Absolutely. That's some knowledge. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, be careful of those who, you know, maybe compliment you a little bit too much. You know, it, that you, happens to me. The, the, the vibe is, if the vibe is off, you know, a little red flag. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, oh, why do you keep complimenting me? Yeah. What, what's on your agenda? What are you trying to say that you're not saying? Exactly. Yeah. What are you trying to get at? You know? Yeah. And I'm learning distance is a powerful thing. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a it's an it's like an extension of boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we all need to have them. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, so keep that in mind out there. And sorry if we're kind of going back and forth and around this uh, body imaging. I wanted someone in the field uh, to get more specific yeah. with you all. So these are just things that have come up over the week. Right. Right. You know, that I wanted to put out there and let people think about. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. You were talking previous about um, people getting like it wasn't just Botox and not just fillers, but it was any kind of augmentation type of surgeries. Oh, good. okay. Because yeah. they're doing a lot of the you know, derriere. Yes. Implants. Yeah. The the BBLs as they're called. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Brazilian butt lift. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. I didn't know what the acronym was for a, a bit, but I I looked into it. So, yeah. Well, you know I. I, I'm not well endowed in that area, but, you know. I, you know, I do some butt lifts. You know, I lift my leg in the rear. You know, you try go. and pump it up it's a little bit. It's all muscles anyway. You that's gotta get right. Fit. Gotta get fit. That's right. But uh, no, I, I that stuff comes up, and and I, I think of um, the first thing I think of when actually when people talk about 
like augmentation surgery or any anything like that, my first thing is that depending on if you are in like naturally endowed in certain ways, they can actually go to be a hindrance. I remember I went to school with someone who was starting to have back problems because of their breast size in like eighth grade. Yes, yes. Ridiculously early in terms of maturity. So by the time that uh, just after high school, uh, I'm pretty sure she got a reduction surgery because otherwise like her back was going to get all kinds of messed up. Yeah, you know, I was driving and this lady's um, breasts were so big. Yeah. It caught my eye and I just felt so bad bad for because i was right. like i know that's gotta be that hard. woman's back is killing her right when, and i'm gonna be honest when i notice certain things about like the way people are shaped or anything my first concern if it's any kind of comp like any kind of comment other than like oh they look good whatever they're wearing mm-hmm. it's always like man i hope you're comfortable i hope your back's okay <laughs> i hope your posture is good i hope you're doing stretches like right. i'm genuinely out here like to myself in my mind being like I see you and I'm just, I'm empathizing with you. Right. I'm, I'm hoping you're okay. Like, well, that's because, you know, you can relate with your friend who had that's true too. that surgery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's easier to look at people and like, I, I find it, I, I prefer to try to understand people and empathize with people before I make any actual judgments or conclusions. It's like, yeah, because we totally, you. totally are not, um, you know, using our moral compass on no. anyone or you know, judging anyone. No. These are just things that have come up mm-hmm. uh, in recent recent weeks. Of course. As we were developing this particular show. Of course. And I was taken aback at some of the stories, which I don't want to share um, because I'd prefer for the person. Sure. You know, who's supposed to give the information yeah, right. to you tell those stories. Yeah, right. You got professionals for a reason. Yep. Yeah. Um, but some of the things that she was sharing with me, it was just mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, you really have to deal with a lot. And do you have a mental health professional to refer out, Hmm. you know, before Mm -hmm. someone decides to get, you know, whatever it is that they're going to have done. Now, would that be kind of as a kind of like a well check before you make the big decision or is it support after you get the procedure done? What do you You think? I would think both. And I think also that it's more in depth when you're dealing with surgery. This is more like, um, she does more like cool sculpting and uh, Botox okay. filler, stuff it's like, like that. It's like smaller stuff. Yeah. If that's the, I don't know the right way to put not, it. Not but. smaller, but they're not going under the knife. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For, yeah. Yeah. But still, you know, and even with um, just like, well, I think it's just being accepted as like, you know, when you go to the beauty salon and you get your hair yeah. highlighted or, there you, go. you know, dyed or whatever. Yeah. 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 So it's it's just... The way things, the way people are doing things now. Yeah, I think anything that like anything that makes anyone else feel good about themselves, and they see whatever helps them alleviate any sense of like dysphoria or any kind of body image issues. I mean, I mm-hmm. have friends who deal with like body dysmorphia in different ways, and okay. and I can sit there and tell them like, oh no, you're you're beautiful, like you look great, you're you're you. Who wouldn't who wouldn't love you for who you are? But oh lord, but, but they do not believe it. No, because no. that's 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 the that's the intersection of mental illness and body image and all that stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's better for that person to find what makes them truly feel like they are seeing themselves, whatever that means authentically for them than anything else. So like, I just try to be supportive because right. I, I can't understand. I'm not, I don't, 
I don't have their mind and I don't have their eyes. I'm not seeing it. So what it. do you think is best for you to do to, to just listen and not advise? Uh, I am always open to giving advice when it's warranted. I was, I, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar, you know, when you're growing up, everyone, like every group of friends has like that therapist friend that was right. always looking out, you know, the mom or the dad of the group that was always like, hey, are you good checking in or someone kind of became the confidant for like, man, I'm going through this problem in my relationship or I don't know why this pattern of behavior is happening or I'm having this problem at home, that kind of thing. Yeah. So in that regard, you know, my 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 heart's always in that place of I am here to be supportive of my friends and my people, but I also know better than to interject myself when it's not needed or not asked for. Right. Because not everyone's asking for that conversation all the time. It's it's not the same exact thing, but I remember you and I had a conversation uh, off air not long ago where you felt that just because you could bring uh, blackness into a conversation doesn't have to be the focus of every conversation you have. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes, it's I did say that. kind of similar to that. It's like we can always bring in that lens and that perspective, but is that what we're really trying to do? Is that even going to be helpful? Is that just going to complicate whatever you're mulling over in your mind? It, right. it, it, I don't know. I try to be it's careful. Sometimes it is important to mention, you know, mm-hmm. Race sometimes, you know. Oh, yeah. But my the point that I was making was that when someone is on, on the show right. and they're of the same race, that people are not seeing us. Yeah. They're hearing us. Yeah. So when things come up, it's like it wasn't really important to... Make that explicit. Yeah. 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 So same kind of thing is like some things don't have to be brought up just because it seems it could be like the the popular thing to do or to jump on a conversation piece that's just been happening, you know, little by little. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes if you're led to say it, just go on and say it. There is that too. Yeah. There's always, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to go through with the flow like that. That's right. It's very true. And that's what we do. That's why we're true. On It's Where I Am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's going on this week, Wes? What, do you, what are your plans for today? It is Saturday, July 29th. Mm. What you got going on? Man, Um, I have game night with my friends tonight. Okay. So that is that looks like a group of us getting together at my friend Jinx's house. What up? Uh, hey, and, and sitting around, we're playing through different, like very cinematic video games. Like they're multiplayer, they're very narrative heavy, and um, they usually like horror games, scary games. Okay. So we're going to start this new, this uh, newer game that came out recently called The Quarry. Okay. I know very little about it. My friends know enough to kind of set the stage for us, but I'm 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 going to get scared. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you know, games are a great way to uh, interact with friends and family, mm-hmm. and to keep your spirits up. Right. Yes. Sometimes we get a little sad. You know, I always say, play a game with your friends or your family. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's always a fun thing to do. Yeah. For me, it is early in the morning, and right after this. I'll be heading to the gym mm. because I've been going every week and it has made a tremendous difference in how I feel, my energy level. Mm. Um, I was doing some yoga before just for relaxation and stretching, but I'm really getting into more of the uh, cardio. Okay. Yeah, and the weightlifting. So gotcha. feels good. Feels nice. good. So whatever your plans out there 
are for today. Just make sure to be centered with yourself and love on you all day. There you go. Yeah. So I want to thank you, Wes, for jumping into the conversation about body imaging. Of course. Thank you. And I want to thank you all again for tuning in. I'm here every Saturday at 7.30 a.m. It's where I am. And if you missed any portion of this broadcast, (laughs) you can find it on your favorite podcast. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon podcast platforms. Catch me anytime. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Till three in the morning, we were getting it on. Shorty was back, and she was putting it on strong. Figured she was fly, so I couldn't go wrong. And as I shut my eyes to sleep, all I could think was that this girl was bomb. She The next morning to some breakfast in bed A bowl of fruit, some toast, and some scrambled eggs She was sporting my shirt, she was sporting them legs Looking better than the food you make a brother want to bet for you